Luke 24 verses 1 to 6. Jesus has risen. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Good morning. It's Resurrection Sunday. And what a great celebration it is for us as Christians. That on that first Easter Sunday, Jesus came and stood amongst his disciples as the conqueror of sin and death. And we're just here to celebrate this hope that has touched our lives. Thank you to the boys and girls who have sent in these pictures um, for us to see about Hallelujah, he is risen, Jesus is alive, Jesus is alive today, the cross it's empty, Easter he is risen, the joyfulness of the disciples there, the other one he is risen, all beautifully coloured in by everyone, he is risen, Jesus hope and love, he's alive, Alleluia, he's risen, the cross is empty, he is risen with the love on it, the Easter story, the tomb is empty. Thank you boys and girls for helping me celebrate through these pictures for us as a church uh, today. It's so hard that we can't meet together and join in singing and praising God but I pray that as we remember that, that wherever we're going through this world has been touched by hope. And so as we come to worship today in the light of these great readings that witness to Jesus' resurrection, let us join together as God's people as we pray. Let us pray. God of life, we give you thanks for the hope we have in Jesus, who died but is risen and rules over all. We praise you for his presence with us today. In raising Jesus from the, ga- the grave, you've shattered the power of sin and death. Because he lives, we look for eternal life, knowing that nothing past, present or yet to come can separate us from your great love made known to us in Jesus Christ our Lord. Help us today, Lord, to live in the revelation of the cross and the resurrection. We confess that we remain captive to doubt and fear. Forgive us, Lord, because you, Jesus has come to give us hope. And so forgive us for not living in that hope. Help us to trust in you today. Help us to trust in your power to change our lives and make us new. That we may know the joy of life abundant given to us through faith in Jesus today. The risen Lord. Amen. 1 Peter 1 verses 3 to 4. Praise to God for a living hope. Praise be to the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. As I thought about our Easter message on this resurrection day, 
I remember when I was at secondary school, a man came to speak at our school. And his name was James Irwin. And he was an American Christian. And he had been a pilot in the US Air Force. And he had risen to the rank of Colonel. We were excited to hear him come to our school because we always liked to have visiting speakers. And he was the first American and the first pilot that we had ever heard speak. He had many stories that he could have told us about growing up in America, training to be a fighter pilot, the combats and maybe the wars that he had been in as a pilot. There was many things he could have told us, but we were not really interested in hearing those stories that day at school. There was one story that we all wanted to hear about because there was something else that made Colonel James Irwin a very special person to meet. What made him special? Let me show you a photograph of him to let you know what I'm talking about. James Irwin had walked on the moon. He had flown on the NASA space mission to the moon, Apollo 15. He had landed on the moon, he had got out and he had walked on it. That was in 1971. There are millions of people in the world. There are hundreds of pilots. But in the whole world, there have only been 12 people who have ever walked on the moon. And I was listening to one speak that day. What makes a person special is that they have done something that few other people have done. Queen Elizabeth is a special person because there are millions of people in the UK but there is only one queen. She will be remembered in history because of who she is. Colonel James Irwin will be remembered because he went to the moon in a space rocket and he walked on it. But the queen is not the only queen in the world. James Irwin is not the only person to fly to the moon and walked on it. There are special people but they are not unique. This is Resurrection Sunday because something unique happened three days after Jesus' humiliating and painful death. He came back from the grave. He rose from death. He came back to life. But that is not what makes Jesus totally unique. Other people had come back from death. There was Lazarus, whom Jesus had brought back from the grave. There was the widow's only son, whom Jesus made alive again. So Jesus was not the only person to come back from death. What makes Jesus unique then? Three things make him unique. Jesus came back from death, but he is alive forevermore. That's what makes Jesus unique. You see, Lazarus and other people who Jesus brought back from death to life again were still to die again. They still went to the grave and there they remain. But Jesus is alive forever and ever. No one else has that claim. The other thing that makes Jesus unique is that by his resurrection... It shows that his teachings were from God. When God raised 
him from the death. It was a declaration that the things that he said and did were from God. If they had not been from God, then God would not have raised him back to life again. So Jesus' claim to speak for God is unique amongst anyone else who claims to have a revelation or to speak from God. Because he is from God, then the salvation he preached and promised is really here. The third thing that is unique about Jesus is that by his resurrection, it assures us of our future resurrection. And that's what the raising of Lazarus pointed to, because with the raising of Lazarus, Jesus also proclaimed to be the resurrection, the life. So Jesus' resurrection is not just an isolated event happened 2,000 years ago. It's like a big signpost to a new creation for all of us to enjoy who have faith in God through Jesus. That there will be a resurrection of the dead at the end of time, just as Jesus was resurrected three days after dying on a cross. That's why Paul could call his message that he preached about Jesus the word of life, because it was new life and hope uh, through Jesus that he was proclaiming in the world because resurrection was central to it. That is why Peter says in those words that Stephanie wrote, read to us, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because in his great mercy he has given us new birth into a hope, and that hope comes to the resurrection of Jesus. So how do we live the resurrection hope? Jesus is risen, we're celebrating it, but how do we live it today? Well, first of all, the resurrection of Jesus should take away any fear of death that anyone may have. It doesn't mean that we, we won't miss people um, as, we, as we contemplate the end of our earthly journey, but that this side of eternity, we're not looking into a deep abyss that fills us with dread. We are looking expectantly and joyfully that the power of death has been broken. Jesus' resurrection means that we can walk through that valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil because we know what is beyond it. Jesus' resurrection means that our relationship with God is stronger than death itself. And that's why Paul says in Romans 8 that no matter whatever happens in this life, even if you die, you will be held in the love of God that will carry you into eternity. So this is the way that the early Christians and we who have received this message down through the years live the resurrection today. We live in hope. And hope fills every part of our lives. But don't fill yourself into only being a Christian because you want eternal life. You're not guaranteed this hope just because you want it. Just because you believe in God. When people get married, they do so because they love each other. If two people get married and they do not love each other, their marriage has no joy or attraction and it, it means nothing to them. Eternity is a place for those who love God, where his presence will be most fully appreciated and lived and seen. And if people do not love God on earth, then they're not really going to enjoy the new heavens and the new earth because it's going to be full of God lovers. 
Perhaps that's the reason why Jesus said in the Beatitudes that only the pure in heart will see God because they're the only ones who really want to see him. Anyone else would be uncomfortable seeing him, would be filled with fear and dread with seeing him. So Jesus' resurrection is our great hope. But this hope that we have is the overflow of loving God now with our hearts, with our souls, with our mind and in our strength. When Colonel James Irwin was on the Apollo 15 space flight to the moon, he hadn't up to that point been living a, a really joyful, uh, discipled life as a follower of Jesus. He'd kind of given up on it all. But his Christian faith that uh, it had been nurtured him in his youth was reborn in him through being in space and looking back on the earth. It made God more real to him than he had ever been before. And when he came back to earth, he found this revival of his faith in God uh, saved his rocky marriage and both their lives were much happier uh, for, the, for the rest of their married life. He retired a year after he had flown on the Apollo 15 space mission and he spent the next 20 years as a goodwill ambassador of the Prince of Peace. And he continually stated that Jesus walking on the earth is more important than man walking on the moon. And it was one of those tours, speaking tours, that I heard him speak at my school. James Irwin was the first of those moonwalkers, astronauts, to die. That was in 1991. And as a Christian, he faced death with the hope that he had been preaching for those last 20 years of hope in Jesus. And his message had been that he was not someone special because he had walked on the moon but that the God of the universe was worthy of all praise because he had walked on this earth. And because Jesus had walked here, he has filled every part of our being with resurrection hope. So don't let the wonder of this day pass you by. Jesus is Lord of heaven and earth. Jesus is Lord of life and death. Jesus is Lord of the present and the future and he gives his eternal life to those who love him. So rejoice in him today and because of our love of him we receive all the benefits of loving him and being in his family uh, it brings to our lives not just now but for eternity. And so the invitation goes out today, whether you're hurting or you're broken, let his hope uh, call you into a deeper relationship with him. That the Father's arms of forgiveness are open wide for anybody who, who seeks to recommit their life to him. That you leave behind regrets and mistakes. Jesus is calling to us because his death is that ransom paying life. Uh, on our behalf the debt is paid and we live in the hope that he brings because of a reconciled renewed relationship with the Lord God of the universe and so as we live this hope he's risen he's alive forevermore let's celebrate and receive his calling today let us pray father whoever we are and for whatever we're going through 
and whatever lostness we experience through this isolation at home and the lack of family and friends around us. Thank you that you're with us. Fill us with your joy today because the power of death has been broken and the power of sin has been conquered by Jesus' death and resurrection. So Lord, as you call out to each of us today, help us to hear what you are saying to each of us as we commit our lives to follow you, to worship you, and to rejoice and celebrate that you are the God who has loved us in Jesus and you've called us into your family. Hear our prayer, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.